All right, everybody. Uh, hopefully, you can hear us. Joe and I are both on our phones recording this. We'll see how it goes. Number 43 of the Roses and Rhetoric podcast. This week finds both uh, myself and my charming co-host in a bit of a flux. So this will be a short episode, uh, just trying to keep our, our streak going uh, with, the, with the podcast. Should be a shorter episode today. Um, Joe, I was just going to share a funny story that happened to me during the week. But before doing that, I wanted to give you a chance to uh, give us an update uh, over on your end. Where in, where in the world is uh, Joseph Stanford? Yes, so I am, uh, Joe Stanford is fully recovered from COVID. Um, full recovery, feeling great. Glad I, glad I got it, glad I knocked it. Um, I'm not, I feel like I'm not living in a pandemic anymore. Um, and now I am in Torino, Italy, which is just a, an hour or two north of Genoa, where I was previously. And uh, yeah, it's great. I actually was uh, had to hustle to get to a cafe so we could record this, which was uh, good because uh, my shirt was a little wrinkled. So like a great because it's been like in a suitcase for the past like three days. Right. So actually one of the best ways to get some wrinkles out was to break a little bit of a sweat and get some uh, steam action from the inside out. So that was helpful. And then I just found this cafe. Um, this is like a pretty standard like European vibe is just every street corner kind of looks like this. There's just some historic building or some historic like corner. So I was able to duck in here and uh, get the Wi-Fi password, which didn't work. So we're doing this live on data. Um, but yeah, that's about it from where I am. Uh, what, what's Jim? I know something different about you. Can't really yes. pinpoint exactly what it is. Do you want to uh, well, fill us I in a little uh, bit? I'm in a new apartment complex. I'm uh, recording outside, trying to take advantage of the apartment Wi-Fi while we're getting our, you know, things still set up on our end. Freshly in the new apartment, moved uh, moved in here. Oh, uh, a scant 24 hours ago. Um, it was a, a quick hustle as well to get over here. Um, tried to use our Wi-Fi, not quite enough signal from where I was able to set up my computer, so I hopped on the old, the old cell phone and. Uh, just burning through it like uh, like tinder in the forest. Um, yes, this should be a fun recording. It's a heat index right now where I'm at in Texas uh, is 106. So uh, feeling feeling pretty good. Yeah, feeling feeling nice. Um, great day for an outdoor recording. A great day for an outdoor recording. I Joe and I were texting. You know, we just finished our beginning of an Infinity you know series. Uh, not quite ready to hop into a new series quite yet. We knew that it was going to be, you know, a, kind of a busy couple of weeks before we were able to do that. So we were thinking about what to do for this episode. And I, I sent Joe a text saying, we should just, you know, share some funny stories to keep our, you know, episode count going. I didn't really have a story in mind. And uh, that all changed on Thursday evening. Um, so Joe, I figured I would go ahead and dive into this story. I was telling you off the air and I'll- I'll uh, repeat it here for the audience. I uh, am known from time to time to embellish stories, but rarely am I caught completely making up stories. Uh, Joe, without mm. going into any kind of graphic detail, when you and I first met as freshmen in college, I told you a story, and your first reaction was to think, Jimmy is completely making that story up. There's no way that that story is actually true. You walked out of our dorm, 
onto the staircase and immediately saw physical evidence that the story that I told you was in fact completely true. Is that not a fair assumption? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was uh, it was just the most unfounded, just completely implausible story that you could ever imagine. And I just called bullshit. I thought there was no way um, until I walked out my dorm and I, I saw the evidence. So, uh, yeah, proof is in the pudding there. Maybe maybe one day we'll share that story. Yes. Yes. Proof. But I think we have an even better one today from what I've been told. Well, there are. Um... There are, are some people who have a, a skill for embracing kind of harsh situations in life. I, I don't think that I'm a master of that, but I, I have a, uh, a good ability of rolling with the punches, you know, as kind of proof of that, Joe, you know that I, of course, invented my own take on the uh, calling of shotgun when you approach a car. My strategy right. was to call backseat middle, just to immediately lean into the situation and kind of keep the ball rolling. And so I preface, I preface this story by saying that I'm going into it with a fair amount of grit for dealing with these kind of situations. Um, and I'll also say, if you're the kind of person who finds stressful stories unsettling, if you didn't like the movie Uncut Gems, you're not going to like mm. this story. Very uncomfortable like, movie. Yes. If you did like Uncut Gems, this is a, this is a story for you. So as I, as I said, I was moving into a new apartment uh, this weekend. Um, Thursday evening after work, I stopped by the apartment complex that I'm currently at, drop off my deposit check for the first month of rent, plus the random line items that they kind of, you know, shove in there for whatever bill they're charging you for. Mm -hmm. Get to the office at around 4.30. They close at 5.30. I think I got plenty of time. I'll drop off my check, take a tour of the property, see what, you know, I'm going to be in, kind of map things out for moving in this weekend. Get to the lady at the front, hand her my check. She says, ooh, that's a personal check, and it has to be a cashier's check. That's a little tough for me because I the, the bank that I have is exclusively online. I can't really get a cashier's check. For people that don't, for, who may not know what a cashier's check is, a cashier's check is a check written from the bank itself, and they request mm. cashier's check in order to make sure that it doesn't bounce when they first file your, you know, your first deposit. So that as a man, I think to myself, I think, you know, I don't have a, a physical bank nearby, but I think if I just go into any bank, any bank will make me a cashier's check. Now, I will add a small hmm. detail. Earlier in the week, the data on my phone stopped working, so I can no longer access internet unless I had access to Wi-Fi. So I'm at the, I'm at the apartment complex, and I think, you know, I need to find a bank nearby. I'm pretty sure I know where one is, but let me hop on your Wi-Fi first just to make sure I know where I'm going. Hop on the apartment complex's Wi-Fi. There's a bank just down the street, you know, a, a physical bank that I should be able to go to. I'm over to the bank. The time's now about 4.47. Get to the bank, waiting in line. There's a guy in front of me. Pock's clicking. Pock is clicking. Guy goes up to the teller. Only one teller on shift. Guy goes up to the teller. And by the way, banks close at 5. 4.47, banks close at 5. Get to the uh, next person in line. Goes up to the teller. Ma'am, I want to check my account balance. And I almost lose my mind. I think, lose, pick your account balance. You did it online at an ATM. You're in line. I need, I need to go. Well, Two, three minutes later, the guy finally gets a printout of his account balance. Now it's my turn. I go up to the lady up front. I think, look, 
I, uh, I need a cashier's check and I don't have an account with this bank, but I can just give you mm. the money. I actually, I, I wrote out a personal check. I can just give it to you when you can just transfer it over to a cashier's check. So ugh, unless you have an account with us, you cannot do a cashier's check. Time is now, <laughs> time is now 450. 450. Call my mom. Mom, I know you had this. Can you have them make a cashier's check for me? You just like talk to them over the phone. Jimmy, I would be happy to. Tell the bank teller, this is my mom. She has an account here. Can she do a cashier's check? She has to be here in person with a debit card and a photo ID. All right. That conversation <laughs> took, two, took two minutes. Five is now, it's now, I'm probably a little bit off of my timeline. Let's say it's around, around four, four, four or something like that. We're, we're getting close to bank's closing is my point here. Oh, right. All right. I am starting to panic. I say, mom, I'm going to lose my fucking apartment if I don't have the cashier check in the next 20 minutes. Jimmy, don't panic. Don't panic. <laughs> she calls one of my sister's friends who has, an, who has a bank, a, a physical bank, who lives near me in the city near Houston that I'm going to be living in now. Okay. Here's, here, is, here is your sister's friend. Call her and have her help you with this. I give her a call. I say, I'm going to change everyone's names, but these are real people. I say, Samantha. I need a cashier's check. Do you have a bank nearby you can go to? It says, Jimmy, I do have a bank that I can go to. Here's the thing. I just map quested it, and I'm going to arrive at the bank at 4.57. All right. Well, the bank's closed at 5, so hopefully that's enough time. I call the bank. I say, look, I have a friend heading to this location right now to get me a cashier's check. Can you guys just, like, two minutes to extra open? Sir, the door's closed at 5 for security reasons. <laughs> I am freaking out. It's now 4.57. My sister's friend drives into the bank. It's the cashier's check. Now, remember, I don't have data. I don't know where she is. I don't know how far away she is. The apartment complex closes at 530. Finally get a hold of, finally get a hold of Samantha. It's like, it's literally, this is true. It's like 458. I get a call from my sister's friend. I just got the cashier's check. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm going to text you my address and come pick it up at my house. I say, all right, that sounds like a great plan. Now, remember, the apartment complex closes at 530. I live in Houston. Houston is like three hours long. You have no fucking idea how far people are from you in Houston. I have no idea where she is. I don't have data on my phone. She sends me her address. I'm just like, my fingers are crossed. I'm like, please don't be far away. Please don't be far away. Pull out my phone, 40 minutes away. It is so far away. During rush hour. <laughs> during rush hour. And exactly right during rush hour. So I... In order to find, oh, by the way, you're probably wondering, Jimmy, how did you figure out how far away she is? Your phone doesn't have data. Let me tell you how I figured that out. I had to drive back to the apartment complex to use their resident Wi-Fi to map my friend's house to figure out how far away it is. I now oh have a map on my phone going to her house. I'm driving in my car with no data on. My, my phone just like downloaded the map, but there's no traffic information. It's just, it's just directions. So I had it set up in my car. I'm driving down there. All of a sudden, I get a call from the apartment complex. It's like 520. Jimmy, where, uh, where are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm getting my cashier's check, and I'm on my way. All right, well, you know, we, we do close, but I can stay open a little bit later for you. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be there as soon as I can. Hang up the phone. When I hang up the phone, the map disappears. Map is gone. I have no idea where I'm going. You're in Houston. No one has any idea where they're going. Everything's on a fucking highway. I start fucking panicking. I think, all right, I have to find Wi-Fi. 
I see this like new business center. And by the way, it's like five o'clock, everything is closed. See the new business center on the side of the road, pull over, get over to it. I, it, they're all new buildings. None of them are even occupied. I'm thinking, fuck, fuck, fuck. I finally, I keep on looking for like signs on the doors. All of a sudden I see one for a, an eye clinic. It's open. I run up the stairs, go to the eye clinic. I go to the person at the front, the you know nurse or whatever is working there. I say, look, I have to use your guys' Wi-Fi. Please, can I use your Wi-Fi? Yes, you can use your Wi-Fi, but you have to use it outside. Not a problem at all. Go outside, go on their Wi-Fi, pull up my Google Maps, type in the address, get it going on my phone, get back in my car, we're back on the road. Now we're, now we're cooking with gas. We're doing fine. I'm going on the highway, full speed ahead. So far, not bad traffic. All of a sudden, just a wall of cars. Dead fucking stop. Houston, any direction, there's bad traffic. I start panicking. Now it's like 5.30. I'm like, I'm already past their closing time. I'm, I know that I'm going to be late. It's not a matter of like, how late am I going to be? I go to my phone. I start thinking like, did I type in the right address? I go to my to the map. I zoom out. It's going to the middle of fucking nowhere. I have no idea where I'm even going. How I really started panicking. I had to find another Wi-Fi place to find a new a new Wi-Fi in order to get my map loaded properly. I see an Acura dealership. I had to get off this highway, bumper to bumper traffic. I'm navigating through traffic, almost hitting cars coming to a stop. I finally get off, go into the Acura dealership. I'm like, look, I don't I drive a Honda. Please could I use your guys' Wi-Fi? Not a problem. Go ahead. There's no password. Pull up my phone again, pull up Google Maps again. This time, make perfectly sure that I'm putting in the right address. It's like 20 minutes away. It's not like I-40. I am so I am so late right now. It is not even funny. Get in the new address. Get in the car. Bumper to bumper traffic. Finally go. Finally get to the person's house. I barge in the door. I'm like, guys, I have to go. Do you have the check? She's like, yeah, it's right here. You're ready to go. I'm like, okay, can I use your guys' Wi-Fi to get back? Because I don't have a map back to the apartment complex now. I have the check. I'm at their house. I need to get back to the apartment complex now. Yeah, no, right. here's our Wi-Fi. Go here. And oh, here, uh, the, the uh, password is uh, a Jaguar with a capital J. It didn't work. Oh, try it with a lowercase j. That didn't work. Let me try. <sighs> What's our Wi-Fi password? I am freaking out. It is now like 550 <laughs> No one can remember the Wi-Fi. I like guys. I just, I just have to drive. I have to get going back to the place. Like, All right, where are you trying to go? I'm like, I gotta get to this suburb of Houston, and I I'm in you know this other suburb right now. Like, all right, here's what you do: go on I-45, head north, and look for Beltway Eight. All right, I can do that. And after that, I've, I'm like hoping that I have like a limitless moment where I can like start like remembering crazy things like without having really ever like memorized them before. Get back in my car, I-45. Heading north. I'm going to like 85 on this highway. I, mean, I never speed. I am going so fast right now. My little yeah. is like freaking out. I can't handle it. I am panicking. Okay. It's now six o'clock. I am getting calls from the apartment complex. I cannot answer because I, I am so far away. <laughs> I'm so far away. <laughs> I cannot tell them how far away I am. I finally close at 5:30. Right? Close at 5. Oh, they, they closed half an hour ago. Or now it's six. They've been closed for half an hour. They're like, we're going to wait for you. Like, all right, you said it, not me. I'm driving now. Now I finally, I'm on I-45. I'm screeching north, light speed. I'm, I'm looking for Beltway 8. I see it, and it's like closed. The exit's closed. As I, I'm panicking even more. I'm thinking, I don't know where I'm, like, I don't even like know what direction I'm supposed to be going in right now. So finally, I think, 
I have to find another Wi-Fi. I have to find another Wi-Fi. I'm driving, I'm driving. I say, oh, a Toyota, another car dealership. I've had good luck with those so far. I'm going to try it again. Pull over, go to the Toyota dealership. Go, I don't even go inside. I'm like outside the, like the doors. I try to like get on their Wi-Fi. I go see it. I can't get on. But I happen to be by a cable company to like sign up for like Xfinity. So they have like those like trial Wi-Fis for like signing people in like when they come into the store. I get right. on. It says like log in. I like X out of it. It says log in. I X out of it again. It says log in. X out of it another time. Finally, it loads. I can't believe it. I get on my map again, type it in. It's like, oh, you're 40 minutes away. I'm like, oh, that is so far. It is so 40 far. Away. 40 minutes away. I was going the wrong I, was, I don't even know where I was going. Get back in my car. I started driving. I like my phone cannot freak out again. I cannot freak out again. I, I don't even touch it. I, I'm like getting calls. I don't touch anything. I just have the old loaded up map from Wi-Fi on my dash bringing me to the apartment complex. I am freaking out. It is like 630. They've been closed for an hour. I'm still headed down. I'm not even there yet. Finally, pull up to the apartment complex. It's like, it's literally like 640. Get out of my car, run to the front. The doors are locked. I'm like, oh no, the doors are locked. I'm losing my apartment. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And he walks out, grabs the check case in the folder, takes off. And now I'm here in my apartment complex. I mean, it was oh, man. so fucking ridiculous. <sighs> it sounds like a memorable entrance. I think the, I think they're going to remember you for that. Yes, yes. That was... Uh, you know, I, I, I talk a big game on this show about, you know, black swans and being prepared and all that stuff obviously failed. And now you're seeing the price you pay when you don't have a plan in place. Um, that is all a true story. I had to stop at like three different places to get a Wi-Fi to work on my phone. I was super late. I felt so bad for the lady. Um, they waited for me and I'll give them credit for that. Uh, to my to my sister's friend who helped out. She ever watched this episode, Lifesavers that day. My mom as well. You know, it was... Uh, Truly a team effort, and um, hey, now I'm now I'm living the dream, sitting in balmy 106 wow. uh, degree uh, heat index in uh, Houston, Texas. Well, I think the the bigger question we're all wondering is what, what what's going on with the data? Like, you, you what, where's the Verizon? What's this uh, is this is the best part? Did you stop in a Verizon store? You said you stopped at uh, <laughs> no, but Verizon I store for Wi-Fi, right? I, I, I do have Verizon. I should have stopped at a Verizon. I was like, it wasn't for Verizon though. It was like for Xfinity or like Comcast or it was like a, like, like a, oh, that's right. yeah. Um, okay. So here's the best part. I thought, that, I thought that my phone was broken. Yesterday I reset my phone and the data is working just fine. So you just turned it off and turned it back on again. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that, that, that would have been a boring story if, if you yeah, had done that earlier. That'd have been pretty boring. So instead, I did this and uh, worked out just fine. Yeah, no, that was uh, it. Was aggressive. It, it was in a, I, I, I hate driving fast. I never speed. I mean, but that was I just it was it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, being in Europe, it's the same thing. I when you're international, like Verizon has a way of just not working. It'll just stop, and then I'll have to call the customer service center. But a lot of times, the customer service centers like. The days are switched, so it's only open from like 7 a.m. to like 3 p.m., like Monday through Thursday, except for Wednesdays type thing. And I just, there was like a week or two period where I just could not get a hold of Verizon. So I just had no data in Europe for two weeks straight. And, and I was playing that game where I'd have to do the, the Wi-Fi hopping. I'd have to go just buy a bottle of water at some cafe or a coffee or something just to, just to get in for a few minutes. Um, it's funny. Uh, in Greece, all the Wi-Fi passwords are 
the same. Like they're all the same exact password. It's the name of the establishment plus the year, 2021. And if it's not that, it's 2020. <laughs> they just haven't updated it. That's pretty good. <laughs> it, I mean, it was my friend. He showed me. He was a wizard. He could guess any Wi-Fi password no matter where we went. He could just pull it up, which, which is crucial because you you're in Europe. You don't know where you're going. You don't have data. Um, you, you saw what it was like to be in Houston, a city that you've lived in for a few years with no data, how much of a pain in the ass that was. Just imagine doing that in, like, I don't know, Rome. <laughs> yeah. We're no, like, was, literally uh, no one speaks English. It was, it was you know, I, I told myself, I'm going to try to remember, I'm going to try and do a better job of being a little bit better with directions because being that dependent on my phone for navigation was uh, pretty miserable. <laughs> yeah. Miserable. How'd they do it in the old days? I don't know. I will, I will tell, I, I actually, I still have a, a few numbers committed to memory like that I could call like without having to use my like contactless on my phone. Um, I think that's still a right. good idea that to have a few phone numbers memorized, but, um, but yeah, the directions and like the thing, you know, people that live in cities like Houston where it's like, it's just, everything is on highway. So like, and everything is so far away and it's just, it's not like nothing's like in a neighborhood. It's all, you know, an, a, an, yeah, it's all on the beltway, right? Is that yeah, what you call it's it? on the beltway. It's all like on an excursion. You got it. Like, it's like, you know, you're a pioneer every time you drive somewhere. Not great, not great. Yeah, that that's my that's my story. It was a, a rough Thursday night, and like of course, that was all happening. We moved yesterday, so we had to like pack that night, pack Friday night, I and mean, it was a long few days. But uh, all all glad to be done with. All all is well that ends well. So, well, the new apartment looks dope. I like the uh, I like the brick courtyard. I'm guessing that's the courtyard. It's the uh, place by the pool, whatever you would call it. A little. Uh, a little a little gathering spot it's nice it's a nice complex happy to be here oh, yeah. i didn't lose well, my project, so. looks like you it sounds like you got a lot of moving to look forward to now i do i do um trying to think of anything else i wanted to touch on uh not really and i don't think we have anything else for this week we really just wanted to get an episode in on the books <laughs> thought that we could do that there we go um, Next weekend, we should have a better episode for you guys, trying to set up something fun. And then uh, you're probably starting a new series soon, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but yeah, I think Bill will probably go ahead and call this an episode. A nice love between the two hosts, hearkening back to a simpler Absolutely. time of, uh, inter of uh, radio. Um, all right, very good. Well, Joe, anything else to share before we sign up for, for today? Um, I don't think so. I think we're um, good. I think... Uh, Got to, yeah, just expect a good episode next week. All right. Almost as good as this one. Almost as good. Almost as entertaining. No. Um, everybody, thank you for joining us. Follow us on uh, social media at roses underscore render. Follow Joe at Jose four underscore Squarevo, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Go to our website, www.rosesandrhetoric.com. Until next time, I am Jimmy Hackett signing off for Joseph Stanford saying ciao.